everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Fine. I will try to be a little restrained tonight because I was being accused of all manner of, uh, you know, altered states last week. I mean, I believe just a bunch of people thought you were drunk. Well, fine. Would you yes. like to address the rumor that you were drunk on the podcast last week? I did, we don't give out our secrets, but I guess I was a little too animated and... You know, apologies if anyone thought I was going to come steal their dog. You guys <laughs> you were are all, very animated last week. You guys are all safe. I don't think you were drunk. I mean, you'd had like two drinks. I mean, I'd had two drinks. I mean, that. Jared Dad gets like that also when he's caffeinated. He could have snuck in a monster, which he does sometimes. Oh, 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 oh it's possible. Those are definitely mood enhancing for me. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't recall cr- that much, but I do remember having two drinks. Yeah. Well, Jared is on his first drink of the night now. <laughs> I am delinquent in posting my uh, non-alcoholic... No, no teenies. Though, no teenies. Uh, the good one that I made this weekend that you're like, this is freaking delicious, and drank the whole thing. Yeah. was just half orange juice and half ginger ale, yeah. which is an underrated combo. It's delicious. Dude, it's, there's a whole drink called the screwdriver that's vodka and orange juice. There's nothing fancy. I know, but there's a big difference between vodka and orange juice and ginger ale and orange juice. I don't know. They're both pretty good. Well, you can pick whichever one you want. It's the fair power listeners. of orange juice. Orange juice is delicious. It's in a lot of our uh, I'm not non-alcoholic sp- drinks. not sponsored by the Florida Orange Groves whatever organization. Nope. Have you ever been into Florida Orange Groves before? No. I have. I uh, I was here for a conference once, and I got here a day later. The conference was like at the Orlando Airport Hotel. And I had like a whole afternoon to myself. I got in at like 11 a.m. and the conference didn't start till the next day. So I rented a car and I drove from Orlando like down through like Route 17, like through the middle of Florida. Oh, nobody goes on that because there's a 95. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was slow and real local. And then eventually like over to Miami and back up on 95. Uh, But you're just going through the middle of Florida. And so, yeah, I would drive through all these orange groves, like take the rental car, like the little Kia rental car off road into the orange groves and like. Did you take some fruit? Absolutely. Picked some oranges off the trees. Yeah. There used to be a, should I digress? Yeah, please. A concept in German law called Mundraub. I was just going to go to Mundraub, so it's good. Which was kind of like. I mean, this is according to what my dad explained it to me, but I did look it up later too. But if you can like fit it in your mouth, it's not it's not stealing. It's not a crime. And the idea is that if you're like desperate enough to take fruit off a tree or an, anything that you're eating right away, it's like not considered a crime. Now I think they've formally abolished that concept, and now it's just a de minimis exception. If you steal an apple from, you know, an orchard they're not they shouldn't prosecute you for that they yeah. shouldn't nail you for that before it was co- like the technically a thing where mundraub if you t- put it right in your mouth it, <laughs> it literally means mouth robbery mouth stealing mundraub one of the uh one of the times sort of early in our relationship where i wasn't sure if it was going to last between me and jr dad is uh we were in new orleans walking around in the garden district and there's a bunch of house i mean it's the garden district in new orleans is beautiful to Real walk nice. around and uh there was a house i mean there are a bunch of houses that have citrus trees and there was one i think that had a grapefruit tree growing extremely close to the fence Jared dad stopped sorting papers fence or wall it was a fence because i could reach through it and i could almost reach just the most beautiful ruby ripe grapefruit on this tree 
and I was trying to pluck it and it was like half an inch away from the edge of my fingers. And I was like, dear dad, pick that grapefruit for me. And you're like, no, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, what about Mundraub that you told me all about? <laughs> Give me that grapefruit. And he wouldn't do it. Yeah, and I like, almost cried. Germany and this is not. I was so sad. I was like, just pick me that goddamn grapefruit. They have like 300 ripe grapefruits on their tree. Give me that one. Yeah, and I just imagined what a New Orleans jail would look like. <laughs> and, and so I did not get my grapefruit and I was like, I'm not sure it's going to work out with this guy. If he's not adventurous enough to pick a grapefruit off a tree that's like hanging at the uh, wall. You have a much higher tolerance for potential criminal sanctions. I mean, you also have like an extreme paranoia for it. So also early when we were dating, yep. we went to the IMF, the International Monetary Fund cafeteria for lunch because uh, they're associated with the World Bank where Jared had worked. And you have to go through the stairwell and in the stairwell is this big red lever it may say, do not pull. It may say, do not pull. I mean, that's the worst thing to show you is a do not pull, do not push, <laughs> do not touch. Because then you're like, oh, it triggers all of your instincts. And I wasn't actually going to pull it, but I'm like, he will freak out if I even pretend to pull it. So I'm like holding his hand and I like position myself. So I'm pulling really hard against him and like reaching far with the other hand to try to pull it. I mean, I totally could have got it if I wanted to pull I freaked it. freaked out. But instead I was like, oh, I'm going to pull it, like reaching out and making it. So he has to like pull me back. I was like, don't. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to pull it. <laughs> yeah, there was real panic, real panic in my voice, attitude, face. Vo and everything eyes whatever you want to i had panic i mean if it weren't your place of work i would have thought about it uh but who knows what that did like cut the power off for the whole city block or something just like in the stairwell at the imf it can't be that sensitive you, you that's only poor know, security you only know afterwards so when i was uh when i came to dc when i was married to my first husband uh i was teaching at a university quite close to the world bank and uh had we had gone out for dinner or gone out to do something not you and me him and you yes yes him me and the first husband and uh for some reason we were in foggy bottom in the evening and i was like you know what i should go check my mailbox in the office of the computer science department and so we go into the computer science building but it's a private university the building is closed there's a security guy on the ground level. But you were working there. But I was working there. I had an ID and I was like, hey, I'm going up to check my mailbox. Here's my ID. This is my husband. And the security guy's like, he can't come with you. And I'm like, I'm literally just going up to check my mailbox. Like, I'm on the faculty here. I'm an adjunct. He's like, he can't come with you. And it's like, the guy is just exercising his petty authority. But I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to take the elevator up, whatever, to like the fourth floor, get my mail, come back down. And, uh, my ex is arguing with the security guard as I'm going up. And I'm like, look, it's going to be fine. I come down. So I go up. I get my mail. I come <laughs> down. There's literally like the lights of campus police outside. My ex is in handcuffs bent over the desk because apparently he like decided he really needed to escalate this fight. And then I get down there and they're like, we're going to need your name and your university ID because we have to like report this. I mean, I had taught like one You're like Samantha Brown. class. Samantha, Professor Samantha Brown. <laughs> yeah, well, they wanted my ID too. Ah. And so it's like, I, I very clearly remember the fight after that, which was like, one, stop being an asshole. And two, like, it's one thing if you want to screw your own life up with this kind of thing. It's another thing like, 
I don't know anybody here yet, right? Like we've been here for a month. I'm teaching this class. I've taught like one session. Now of your it. professor husband went to jail. And they're like, uh, yeah. And so it's getting reported to like these people I don't even know yet that like you're picking a fight with a security guard and get like detained by campus police. It was just enraging and terrible. Dude, handcuffs are bad news. It was once once handcuffs are out, it gets real. The options get narrower. Yeah, it was not good. And so I would never actually pull the lever in your place of business. Now, if it was not your place of business, I would think about <laughs> pulling the lever. Uh, but, you know, That's I respect fair. the integrity I got that. of your job. I just, you know, at that moment, still panic. And you were very amused. But, I mean, look, it all worked out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I achieved exactly what I wanted, which was you going, ah, don't pull ah! the lever. And me going like, I'm going to pull the lever. No! <laughs> All right, so we actually have uh, two pieces of business to take care of. Oh, serious business, yes. Uh, Well, thing number one is that, uh, as everyone will have seen by the time the podcast drops, the Washington Capitals sent us a Caps Canines care package, which was so exciting. From the captain. Yeah, well, it's from, like, the Washington Capitals, our beloved hockey team. We are huge fans. and uh, Pet working social pet working and so they're like hey we love your account you're like great dc area dogs do you uh you want to do a like thing where we'll like send you some caps gear and you can like post about it and like here's our hashtags and whatever so it's not like there is no like and please say this thing or please do this it's just like hey these are our hashtags these are our accounts like tag us if you post anything it was really nice like low-key and uh yeah so we got all this stuff they sent us a collar and a bandana. So we're almost as cool as matt nelson well, he got to meet the Caps. He went pup. to a game. Yeah, so Captain is like the name of the puppy for the Washington Capitals. He's like a service dog in training. He's like seven months old now. He's a bigger puppy. Yeah, he's getting up there, uh, but he's still like romping all over the place, and he like meets all the players when they come in oh, and like great. licks them on the face. Great. He's half yellow lab, half golden retriever. Just, just like a politically bred dog to appeal to the most demographics he's lovely yeah, he's and a great uh so he was tweeting at us today so we tweeted all the stuff out but it was uh very exciting to be like oh my god like these are my passions right like i pay the nhl money so i can watch the games on my computer <laughs> like uh which i don't normally do and uh like we're big caps fans and so for them to send us a little care package that was pretty cool yeah and it it's great an that they day. have the captain as a supplemental mascot or you know team pet that's yes. very progressive team pet good and uh yeah so that was really good and uh we, i mean he's no gritty but maybe that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> we still have the uh stuffed gritty that our friend ralph and family sent yeah well us. He's, the he's gritty on, squishable he's in protective custody from bank i know he's he's gonna get all kinds of unspeakable things done to him if we take him back out and we just it's got to be the right day I mean, perhaps if the Caps lose a game to the Flyers, God forbid. In the playoffs. Stuff Gritty could come back out. And It'd have to be playoffs to get that serious. Abuse. To blow high a, a Gritty. I I'd know. feel bad. We really love Gritty. Even yeah. though we are not at all Flyers fans, Gritty. No, he's, he's a great is, mix of cute and terrifying. Mostly terrifying. He's not at all cute. He's, <laughs> uh, he's sort of Dada. He's sort of surreal. He's lawful chaos. Unlawful, chaotic, unlawful, whatever it is. <laughs> He's chaotic neutral, maybe. He's unlawful. <laughs> uh, so, 
yeah, he's he's not out yet. But that is our one piece of non-Caps hockey gear. But we're uh, sure anyway. has made us like the Flyers a lot more than I did before. It's true. Gritty is really wonderful. Going all in with Gritty is a great sign for that organization. They've come a long way. Yeah. So that's piece of business number one. Piece of business number two is that you're going to eat Lil Nitro. Not today. Where, where is he? He's over there. All right. So this is disturbing and I'm <laughs> torn. All right. So if you guys remember, we ate like the world's hottest chip. I'm yeah. Googling it. As I recall, we ate half each i mean it wasn't even we each ate a chip it was half a chip i but see i don't think it matters i think it's like it's spicy you got theories it's i think it's like if you you have a one cup measure and you dunk it into the ocean it doesn't matter if like there's a lot of ocean it you just have to get some of it like you're gonna like I filled my heat capacity yeah. with half the chip and it didn't matter if I jammed in another I don't one. think, it's not like hotter if you eat a whole chip versus a half a chip. I don't know. These are good theories, but I don't know. So that was the Pocky Carolina Reaper Madness tortilla chip. Uh, a single tortilla chip. Yeah, it comes in a little coffin. I mean, you guys will remember. The that quote was, this. this is extremely unpleasant. That's what I said. And you were crying at the time. <laughs> I did shed a few tears. It hurt really bad. <laughs> okay. So that was with the Carolina Reaper pepper. A Carolina Reaper is about 1.5, 1.6 million Scoville units, which, which is, is how you measure heat. Real close to maximum natural. Heat. Oh, it's not natural. Like some... But some the Carolina things. Reaper is, is one point... That's a pepper that has that much Scoville, right? Yes, yes. So that's, that's the hottest one. Yeah. Hottest uh, naturally occurring pepper. I don't know that it's naturally occurring. Oh, I, I mean, see it, it. It's like been bred, bred together yeah they, they breed the hot ones with the hot ones <laughs> yeah That's but true. anyway yeah so it's peaking around like you know there's if you are interested you can again go to audibletrial.com slash the golden ratio which is our audible trial and uh look for that podcast it burns it burns which was great and they talk all about like the competition for the world's hottest pepper but it, yeah the carolina reaper i think has the current world record so let's let's round up and say 1.6 million scoville units and then they turn that into the powder that they put on this chip. It's like a Dorito. Yeah, but but, but super hot. I mean, it's not fooling around. It it took like half an hour before I could like I wasn't pacing around and eating a lot of ice cream and, and felt better. I felt bad for like a day. Like it was really bad. So anyway, just keep 1.6 million Scoville units. That's the Carolina Reaper, and that was on this chip. So I was like, all right, well, that's got to be the hottest thing you can buy. And somehow probably YouTube recommended me a video. There's this thing called Lil Nitro, <laughs> L-I-L, Lil Nitro. Lil Nitro is a gummy bear. We it can is post a, a picture. A single yeah. gummy bear. And uh, it is 9 million Scoville units. So it's not made out of a pepper. It's just capsaicin, the hot stuff basically turned into a gummy bear or whatever no. some gelatin in it i mean it shouldn't exist in, in it in, does not exist in nature exist. no like you mm. can isolate capsaicin like antimatter <laughs> it's not like that mm. so the the compound that makes peppers hot is capsaicin and you can isolate that to just like have capsaicin extract and uh or whatever pure capsaicin like that chemical and that's what this is it's nine million scoville units so it's it's like six times hotter than that chip that we had. That's ridiculous. I, I can't even imagine what that would feel like because I can't imagine anything actually being hotter or more painful than that chip we had. But I was like, 
if I buy this, GR Dad's eventually going to eat it. And so... People, uh, people have, like, thrown up and stuff from this hot thing. That's hot true. Things. They eat the peppers. Like, I didn't feel at all like I was going to throw up with that chip. People have, I guess. I've seen it on Well, they YouTube. do, like, how many peppers can they down or something, right? I mean, they're, they're just... They're pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Lil Nitro sits there and he taunts me. But man that's daunting that that was that is gonna hurt like crazy mm-hmm. i don't think i'm gonna join you i mean no. i like a challenge like I might everybody else lick it i mean just licking it's probably gonna really hurt that's interesting oh if you lick it and it really hurts then you may as well eat it to n- suffer n- for some oh, grander nice. purpose this is a terrible thing terrible idea <laughs> Suffer the, for some purpose. To you know how like, hard it would be I going down? It's a gummy. From licking this gummy bear. Oh, it's hard to digest. It's much harder to digest than like a chip with powder. Oh, this is, sounds like a bad idea. So you're going to eat it? Not today. How about right now? How about uh, you how about, eat it right now? Not right now. How about right now? No. 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 All right. Well, uh, you guys, Terrifying. at Ingo Burghart on Twitter, <laughs> if you'd like to goad GR Dad into eating Little Nitro, uh, please also tag the Golden Ratio 4 so I can like your goading and encourage him. And maybe on next week's podcast, I will have a pint of ice cream. We have a, a pint of haagen Java chip all ready for you. Maybe then what podcast after? I'll be out of the hospital and ready to... <laughs> Do another we get podcast from in the hospital. This is not a good idea. This is a great idea. No, 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 the no, podcast no. content's getting excellent. Jared eats the the little nitro. Then Jared podcast from the hospital. This just seems like something I wouldn't do sober, and I shouldn't do. I shouldn't do drunk. I thought about giving you like two cocktails before we podcast this week, and then telling you to do the little nitro because you probably would have. You almost did it last week. It's gonna take more. Uh, I didn't. It's terrifying. We were sober, perfectly sober for the last one. The thing, it just terif- It's just <laughs> so painful. I'll also uh, put a link to Little Nitro. You can buy them on Amazon. It but takes don't. like a week to but, arrive. But don't. But you could. He's just, then it's just one step closer to actually eating the thing. All right. Well, Jared has disappointed us with item number two on the podcast, which is he is not eating Little Nitro this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you, you have a frog in your pocket there, Gomek? Me and everybody listening. Uh, okay, uh, you ready for Conclave? you have anything to add before Conclave? Oh, wait, yes, how's Queso? I had something. She's awesome. She's, you're doing controlled escapos still? We did, so on the day that Queso did her roll around in the grass, which was earlier this week, uh, she was kind of feeling frisky all day, and so I had gone for a... I guess I was walking all the other dogs and I came, I walk them one at a time and I came back and GR dad had queso out in the yard. And so I opened the gate to let her out and she's just like, yes. And like took off like full gallop. I had to run hard to keep up with her. And she ran almost the whole length of the block, like the farthest and she's fastest. She's really running more and more. She has ever galloped. Huh. She was so happy. Uh, and just, like couldn't have been more joyful. And then today I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a controlled escapo with queso. And I opened the gate and she's like, looked at it. And then she walked back to the elevator and I'm like, come on, let's go do the escapo. And she's like, all right. She walks out and she's like, I'm out here. Like now what? She just had no interest in escaping at all. So yeah. She's getting a little jaded. The old queso's getting jaded. Got her moods. She's still rolling around on her back though. So she did it again the other day, which is, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, taste of the keys. I don't think we've talked about 
this story yet, um, which is actually from back at Christmas. Uh, and I think I was waiting to report on this till we had more information, which we don't have a lot of. Uh, and if I did do this in the podcast and have forgotten, it's still because we don't have a lot of information, which is, all right, so Tavernier, which is in the Upper Keys, uh, they got a call at 4 a.m. on Christmas morning. Can't be good. Deputies, Unless it's Santa Claus. Now, deputies showed up to what they called a, quote, confusing situation. Somebody, all right, so there were like seven or eight people there. One woman and one man both had critical injuries. The woman had cuts on her neck. The man had one on his head from a machete. Yeah. Swung by one of the other people. So it seems like there's like some people living at this trailer, or maybe there's like a family gathering at the trailer. It's 4 a.m. though. And then these other like three guys come up they have like one of them has i think a broken bottle and one of them has a machete and they're like ready to fight but it sounds like there was like a fight going on among everybody not just like oh they came up whatever to like rob them it was a confusing situation yeah uh (laughs) here's the report linhart said one person or a small group of people may have gone to the house and words were exchanged and that person or group of people then left the home before returning perhaps in larger numbers, <laughs> with one person wielding a machete. So Real we hedgy. definitely know there was a machete. There were seven people, though I think maybe there were eight, in the fight that came after that. So everybody's all fighting like crazy. And getting cut by a machete. Yeah, and they got airlifted to Miami. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and there's still, like, nothing. Like, mm. there's occasional updates, like, oh, they arrested another person in that machete fight on tavernier but there's nothing there's been nothing on like why it happened what were they fighting about it doesn't sound like it was a robbery or anything like that it's just like people were pissed at each other at 4 a.m on christmas morning and some people get out of machete bad stuff there there has been an update on the asphalt fraud oh yes supposed asphalt fraud alleged even conk life is hedging on this it's supposed asphalt fraud or perhaps potential asphalt fraud uh but apparently people are walking around i have walked around the the lower keys areas and are either saying hey i got some extra asphalt in my truck you need any work done that's what they were saying before yeah and that's the city of key west points out that 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 is not licensed and it would not be approved and you wouldn't get a permit for that and this sounds like the last update no the new update is the um Either the VFV, VFW or the Moose Lodge. I think the Moose Lodge did got some asphalt done. The guy pulls up to the Moose Lodge and talks to, let's say, the president of the Moose Lodge, maybe the treasurer of the Moose Lodge, and says, I got some extra asphalt in my truck. Do you want me to put it down here? And the president says, sure, thinking it would be free because people donate stuff to the Moose Lodge, I guess, or VW, VFW. So the guy puts the asphalt down and says, okay, now you owe me $3,000. Now mm-hmm. you owe me $7,000. And the guy goes, no, I don't owe you anything. I didn't say I would pay for this. And the guy goes, well, that's $3,000 worth of asphalt. You owe me $3,000. And the guy's like, no. And then it turns out, and so the guy leaves, but then he comes back and he talks to like the guy who writes checks for the moose lodge and gets three thousand dollars and the guy who writes checks said i didn't know the president didn't authorize this so it's a very confusing situation with this supposed asphalt fraud 
Interesting. And the Moose Lodge, if it is the Moose Lodge, doesn't seem to have very good financial controls. Huh. But now they have... A, a, <laughs> they do have some asphalt. A unpermitted driveway restoration with asphalt. So if someone wants to sell you asphalt from the back of their truck, don't do it. Don't accept don't black accept market it. asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so GR Dad, do you have a German word of the week for us? Yeah, I don't know if I've done this before because we've been doing this podcast for a little while. Somebody on the uh, Golden Ratio wiki should compile a list of German words of the week. It would be very useful to us. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I preface, like I start every email with, sorry for the delay. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should preface everything with, I think I've done this before. Sommerschlussverkauf. Uh, I don't think you've done before. that one. Yeah. It's the end of summer sale. Sommerschlussverkauf. Yeah. It was a big what deal. made you think about that? I don't know. As it is now, January. I don't know. Just huh. a good compound word. And we and maybe there's a Winterschlussverkauf. I was thinking, is there a Winterschlussverkauf? Um, because it used to be a big thing in Germany, the end of summer sale. Huh, like that it's was like the, back to school here. They didn't have a lot of sales in Germany back then. It was mm. all regulated and you weren't allowed to have... I mean, there's like, you know, rules against competition. You're not allowed to have sales. You're not allowed to have certain discounts, things like that. But you could have... So much Lusfakov. And it was probably only one week or something. And everyone went crazy and stormed the one store that you had <laughs> between, you know, 1230 and 330 in the afternoon when it was open. Yeah, sounds like a great time. Those were the days. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, return next week where GR Dad will eat little nitro. I don't think so. And until next week. Don't put anyone in unless they ask you to. Yeah, don't bite little nitro. Bye. Bye.